0: may have heard of us.
1: All right, what's up, Chondra of the first generation? This is Stephen, your host from Phantology, along with my lifelong friend Josh, and we are continuing our reread of Mistborn in anticipation of the release of Book 7 later this year. Uh, Josh, we're covering the Hero of Ages, of course, and uh, I understand that uh, you have a lot to say on this book.
0: Yeah, I do have a lot to say, but a lot of it is just going to be gushing. So I'll I'll try and refrain my or pull myself in. You know, like there are things that are wrong with this book. However, I just love this book so much. Um, And I was worried because this is only, this is my first reread of it. And I was kind of worried that upon a reread, I would like it less than I did in my relative youth. Right. I'm happy to say that I don't, it did not affect my opinion so. Right, right, yeah,
1: yeah. That's kind of the angle we're going for with this review. Both of us first reread since our original read back in like two thousand and eleven. I, I read it in two thousand and
0: eleven. Yeah. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah. So years ago, right and before we'd read hardly any other epic fantasies, and obviously back then it was amazing. And since then, I've referenced and I've, I've referenced it over and over as like the greatest ending to a trilogy ever and amazing how everything comes all together, but it's actually been years since I've read it. And so I was hoping that all of those references and recommendations would be true. And, uh, and I I think it was for the most part, I, I also really enjoyed my read.
0: Great. Well, I'm glad I'm not going to be angrily trying to convince you of my, my position, but um, yeah, you know, like I, I like to say that this might be my favorite just straight up trilogy, there that's hard to say because lord of the rings exists right so sure, uh, sure. so I, I i don't know if i can realistically say that this is better than uh lord of the rings but by limited trilogies they don't have to consider things like harry potter or like stormlight archive or even or even uh, king killer because that's not a trilogy yet so i don't <laughs> consider it when i say favorite trilogy uh-huh.
1: um
0: you know so other Burn. other book
1: series that Burned. are
0: <laughs> um but others so other book series that are up there in my like Top series, I don't have to consider when mm-hmm. I say trilogy. So mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I I love this so much. I love this trilogy. I think as a trilogy it works really well. I think every book does struggle from typical trilogy type things, you know, like the middle book's a bit slow and set up, and the first one
1: mm-hmm.
0: um you're kind of shoved into the deep end a little bit, and the the last one had to pull off a magnificent ending, which it did. But I just think that this trilogy is wonderful. So there, there you go. There's my start, starts my gush.
1: I have to say from a a trilogy standpoint, the thing that most impressed me was how well he had it mapped out from beginning to end, which is not surprising for Sanderson based off the way we know that he writes things out and gives me a lot of confidence for the end of Stormlight, right? Because I'm assuming he has meticulously planned out what he wants to do there too. And there's probably hints all all along. But uh, well, we should probably say this is going to be spoilers for we're going to talk about spoilers for the, the Hero of Ages at this point. Let's not do spoilers into Mistborn Era 2 or Secret History or any of that. Although I do want to make kind secret, of like some... Secret some History, very... I think
0: I think we might have to spoiler, spoil Secret History. Is that okay? Can we give a warning if we're, can we can talk about Outrage Spoilers? Yeah, secret okay. History?
1: Okay, we will give a warning. If we can't before... talk about it,
0: we'll give a warning. Yeah,
1: we will give a warning. Okay, anyway, so spoilers for uh, Hero of Ages... I mean, the way that he sets up things like uh, the miss helping Vin out at, in the first book and the earring, which is really just laced in that, the earring, especially that was really good. I, Zane in book two uh, with and the way that he's added in, you know, more elements throughout the series, but also still added enough of like hints of how they work in in ways that have kind of like stuck in the back of your mind and made you think oh, how did that thing work? But then there's not enough time to like really figure it out. But then when you do get it revealed, it's amazing. Um, the earring again, the earring especially was really cool because, you know, of how how important that ended up being, but what a small thing it was. And yeah, yeah, r- really nice foreshadowing throughout huge payoff. The prophecies as well with Sazed eventually being the Hero of Ages. Yeah, r- really masterful, masterful work with the foreshadowing.
0: I definitely agree. There's tiny little nitpicks. Like I kind of wish that in books like one and two, we would have seen maybe a few more people with like kind of random bits of metal in them somehow. You know, I Uh, I don't, I don't really know how you could have done that. But like if uh somebody has like a metal filling, I don't know, just something like that where um, when you get to book three, you're, oh, that's why that person was acting irrationally, but very small nitpick the way it worked with vin was just so well done.
1: what did you think so if you just had to say the book on its own without the the trilogy component how would you how you rate the book maybe that's an unfair thing to say because it's a lot of the book is built around it being the conclusion of a trilogy
0: yeah i'd say as a trilogy it's like a 10 out of 10 for me i don't know like
1: dang 10 out of 10 well kind of yeah like Zero. it's my favorite zero flaws
0: no that's not my 10 out of 10 doesn't mean zero flaws it means that's, that's
1: that, not how a 10 out of 10 works <laughs>
0: not for me i think i think i think everything is going to have like some sort of flaw but for me a 10 out of 10 is like would i really want anything to be different like mm. uh like maybe for me things could have been different but like does that mean that i think they needed to be different in order for it to be better i don't think so and <clears throat> the other like on a curve kind of is like like I said, it's probably my favorite one. So if I'm going to set my favorite as a ten out of ten, then
1: it's a okay. 10 out of 10. That's fair, right? That's fair. Yeah, Josh's ratings go to a curve. Well, yeah. I don't know if that's true, Josh, because you don't rate very many things like below a a five. So your your curve is from like five to ten, but one theoretically exists.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, sure. I can think of books that I would give a one too. We just don't review them on this channel because we are yeah, yeah. be just trashing
1: books. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I'll give the series. Uh, uh, I'm in between an 8.5 and a 9. I'll say 8.5 just because you said 10. And and we don't want to sound like total fanboys. And an 8.5 doesn't sound like nearly as as much of a fanboy.
0: Well, hold on. So if I was just taking this book as like just a standalone book, I'd probably go like a 9. Because then I'm comparing it to like all other standalone books, right? If I'm comparing the trilogy, then I the whole trilogy is a 10. And the standalone book, I'd give it more like a 9. Because there are things about this book that I think need would could be better for sure.
1: I feel like Mistborn as a trilogy, for me at least, is more than the sum of its parts. In that the way that the the books all complement each other really makes for a really satisfying trilogy. However, if you were to like break them up into individual plot elements and characters and, and books, even I wouldn't rate them as highly. Like I would say, Well of Ascension is maybe like a you know like a seven out of ten mm-hmm. book. Uh, Hero of Ages like an eight out of 10 book. It has a cool ending, but the ending happens really fast. And the, you know, the beginning and middle drag a little bit. And there, I think there are some things that that could be a little bit better. We jump around from city to city quite a bit, and we don't necessarily spend enough time in any of them to like really feel super fleshed out to me. So I'll give the book an eight out of 10, which is a good rating, but I think it could be better. But the trilogy as a whole is like a eight and a half or nine.
0: Yeah. I, I, agree with that i the, the main the main critique for this book is uh the same thing that you just said i think that they have and sanderson actually just said this on his live stream i believe so maybe i'm just yeah you, know, you did i was going to easy way
1: out i was going to reference that uh, but yeah. i thought about this before he said it I, yeah I no wanna, i think it's pretty, i just want to i just want to throw that out there
0: <laughs> I, so i think he mentioned something that i didn't think of um i i i had the feeling too that they were um, going to a little bit too many places and I couldn't really place myself in these different cities. I thought the mm-hmm. spook, the spook setting was cool. I kind of think that that's stayed.
1: Tau. or toe or toe. Yeah. Where, yeah.
0: where, spook was. Yeah. But, um, the other <clears throat> kind of traveling around, like I, I knew that that was weird for me, but I think that he nailed the reason in his live stream was because there wasn't enough Luthadel and Luthadel is like, like he, he mentioned, it's kind of like a character in the, like, mm-hmm. um, so I think that that's he he kind of diagnosed why it was weird for me in that live stream, which I had out before, and it's yeah. because I needed more Luthadel.
1: For as much as we say Sanderson is an amazing uh, world builder, and and he is, I think in Mistborn he showed how good of a macro world builder he is, but the micro world building, you know, still could have been tightened up, because Luthadel as a setting was cool, but then every other city to me just kind of seemed like a clone of Luthadel except one of the clones had canals that were all dried out, but everything else was just kind of the same as Luthadel. But when you go into like Roshar, everything throughout, you know, it's all different. It's very different than Shattered Plains,
0: which is very different than the yeah Yeah.
1: He's gotten better at this for sure. Yeah. And it's just a way bigger.
0: Like we were just talking um in Discord about how Way of Kings pretty much only takes place in the Shattered Plains in Cabron. Carbanth.
1: Carbont, I think so.
0: Yeah, so there's just way more pages too that he's been able to flesh other things out. But yeah, the point stands is that I think mm-hmm. for sure, Mistborn uh, had a cool enough world with Luthadel um, that it it was enough for me, especially my first time reading it. And this time, you know, I think I think when Vin went exploring in Well of Ascension, that uh, that worked for me because it built out like a few of the smaller little you know uh, farming villages and stuff like we got to see some of those places without having to spend a lot of time with them i think that okay. works. i think another cool place that was uh built out in hero of ages was the chandra city that was that was a cool mm-hmm. setting I, I think that he with within a relatively short amount of pages he really built out like this whole other society
1: yeah the chandra obviously a big step up which is why uh, you were introduced to this podcast as uh as chandra <laughs> Big element of this one. Um, so you mentioned, or actually no, you didn't mention. Uh, so Vin goes back to Luthadel and and levels Critic Shah at the end, part of, part of the ending, which I thought was pretty exciting. Although a little brief, uh, you know, I think mo- a lot of his, I mean, thinking of Stormlight, like the endings are exciting for a longer number of pages, but he was still able to deliver some, you know, some big haymakers of emotional and plot, Punches that made it really exciting. Uh, I, I guess I just wished maybe the book had more of those things that I was really invested in. Uh, past past the last what fifty pages? Was it even fifty pages? I'm not sure. Um, it was. I think it's I, really I listened. Like it, I think
0: yeah. it was like around 85 percent that really started picking up. Mm,
1: okay, I could be wrong. Maybe okay, not I'm, whole, I'm. I'm open. I'm yeah. open to being wrong. I think
0: that's when things started building up to like the big craziness like in that was maybe 80 was when the rising at least
1: yeah started i guess once Vin ascends no there's still a few chapters after she ascends okay i could i could be wrong on this anyway uh what do you think of the ending <laughs> is what i'm trying well, to say yeah
0: uh i yeah. i think it was perfect maybe like you said you know if there was it could have used a longer page count but i think that the revelation of been uh, kind of taking the power for her, like a sliver of the power for herself mm-hmm. and getting introduced to ruin as kind of a character that was really well done. I think that um, that the whole story with the Chandra and learning about them was delivered some really good payoffs. That's something that I kind of, for, I've forgotten that the first, that the first, um, generation, the first, the first generation were the first generation. Yeah. Yeah. Like also.
1: Yeah. 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 It's fun to reread something after 10 years. Cause you forget enough things where it's it's still interesting to figure it out again
0: yeah i remember generalities like they all like the suicide Mm -hmm. pact i had remembered and the fact that they controlled the atm i remembered um
1: but i had forgotten i had forgotten what the myths even were i i totally forgot that
0: i i remembered that they were that they were the ones that were breaking allomancers when they were getting sick but i kind of forgot how that that came to pass like with Uh. I, i i've forgotten like the intricacies of it being preservation that put the like use the last that like separated its power enough to let like, ruin get the upper hand, but then like oh yeah ruin like I had forgotten that, right?
1: Okay, you remembered more. I forgot it all. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, nothing.
0: Let's see. And so I thought that the miss reveal was cool, like we talked about. I think that uh Vin watching Ellen get slain was very emotional, like mm-hmm. that. I remember it. I think I cried when I read it the first time. I didn't cry this time because I it happened and that it was going to end right. happy. But you know, the first time I read, it, I'm like, like, oh no, this is not how it's supposed to end,
1: you know? For sure. Yeah. Did you so I didn't catch or at least I didn't remember this. Um, you know, when when Ellen burned Duraliman and ATM at the same time, he essentially like saw what was going to happen he's he saw like super far into the future and that's why he didn't kill marsh Did oh you pick up on not catch that no yeah it's a uh, sanderson ans- answered it in a q a that i was i was doing a little research you know before the podcast trying to sound intelligent but uh that's why he he essentially like saw what what preservation's whole game plan was
0: i kind of picked up on that that he that he saw that th- by then burning the atm it was going to you know right that's all that
1: i thought it was at first but okay. but upon further research uh sanderson says he was able to understand enough to that's why he didn't kill marsh
0: so that he knew that marsh was going to free himself like are we talking era two stuff here are we
1: well you know we, we could maybe don't don't uh don't, yeah but yeah okay. wow, yeah i mean cool. he knew that marsh had a further role to play and sanderson wasn't sure if he was going to keep marsh around but eventually he decided since ellen Needed to, you know, needed to spare him, or since Ellen spared him, that then, then Marsh would would go on.
0: Cool. That's, that's a, yeah, I, I, I should go reread that, uh, mm-hmm. section.
1: I mean, just the it's idea it, of like to... burning Duralman and ATM at the same time, it's, it's a cool combo.
0: So this leads me into the only question that I've personally gotten raffled by Sanderson. Do you remember this quote? <laughs> I know, I know you remember that I have, but
1: do you remember uh, what question it was? It was? Some, it, it's something about ATM seeing the future on, uh, ATM, if you burn ATM, you see the future. Therefore, is there something to the effect of in Roshar, you know, seeing mm-hmm. the future is is bad, right? Yeah. Is, of, yeah. is of ODM. So is there a connection?
0: Right. So I I yeah, that was my question. Is that exactly what you said? Is that uh-huh. is is it? Is that why it's uh what's what's the word that I'm looking for um taboo on Rochard to see the future because uh-huh. seeing the future is of ruin and he uh-huh. raffled it although he didn't have any raffle cards on him yeah and that was dead. at the signing for, for um, words of radiance it's words for words of radiance, of radiance right yeah, yeah 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 so um good times
1: upstairs at the BYU bookstore with like a yeah. hundred other smelly <laughs> nerds um yeah. and here in November I just bought my pass to go. To the convention center in Salt Lake for the release of uh of the Lost metal So he's uh, gotten a little bit bigger since 2013, I think was words of radiance. Yeah. We yeah. we also
0: went downstairs in the was it, that was in the basement of the for the release of book two of Miss Parnara too. Uh,
1: I do I don't not think you watched that one. You yeah. go that one with? Guess not a real fan. Well, he it was he, late. Re- it
0: was really late. But
1: but he released uh Bands of Morning and Shadows of Self at Well, no, it was the same year. It was like a few months apart. Dang, is that true? I'm actually doubting myself now. Did he have two release parties in one year? I remember. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, no, yeah. Sidebar. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Carry on. Yeah. Uh
0: what was I saying? Yeah. So um I, the the reveal of eight AT, with ATM being of Ruin was was cool and, and the miss mm-hmm. and Ruin kind of being his body while the miss or er, no, the miss for the miss. Preservation's body or was that just an essence of its power
1: uh you can't probably get into some technical stuff that we probably shouldn't pretend that we understand but i know that i know that like the you know the beads that make you into mistborn that That, i'm pretty confident was was preservation yeah body but it's not like atm was actually ruins body like can a god have a body it's kind of a it was like a physical yeah physical yeah physical manifestation of the
0: and like yeah. like they said, when the power of it was used up, it would return. Like it's not like it was gone right. for
1: good, right? But there we, was. But a, he said he said the power at the well of ascension returned in the same way. Yeah, okay, over, I don't know what,
0: over a long time. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. And al- also, also, we do know that like the the original holders, like shard shard holders, died because we saw book. their bodies in, in right. this book. Yeah.
1: Well, we saw, we saw we saw preservation, who's Laris die off camera well actually no. we didn't see it all no no uh the says it says you know if ellen had stayed a little bit longer he would have seen a body fall
0: that that was right that was ruin
1: no that's preservation
0: preservation was when El- no no Vin preservation and- was when ellen was talking to the miss spirit yeah that's when preservation died
1: yeah did i is that not what i said did i say the opposite
0: i thought you said i thought you said preservation was ellen saw preservation what or wait. Oh. Sorry, yeah, you're right. But by Ellen's body. Good, good. Yeah, you're right. By Ellen's body, that's where Uh Ruin's body was.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because Vin, like, sacrificed herself to kill. Well, she didn't necessarily know that was going to happen. But, you know, they, yeah, powers butted heads and they both died. Right. Yeah. Right, right. So we saw, yeah. So I think that was the first time where, eh, is that the first time? At least this is, like, the first time for me. Realizing like okay these shards like regular people can wield the power, yeah, that or kind of did. blew my mind. Yeah, that at kind least of blew right, my mind. At one point they were regular people and they they wielded the yeah. power. And it yeah. was
0: Ati 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 A-T, A-T, right?
1: As yeah, Ati A-T. and, uh-huh. and Lar, Larry Larry Lar, yeah. Laris, Larry Laris, Larry Larry. <laughs> Man, if you're writing a fantasy book and you have a guy named Larry wielding mythical power and being a god, like either it's a brilliant book or a terrible one. <laughs>
0: Sounds like sounds like a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Gal- Galaxy thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitchhiker's yeah. Guide, something like that would make it really good. <laughs>
0: anyway, so the whole ending was just magnificent. I don't know. I, I'm sure I'm missing. I'm miss, what did I miss from my kind of recap?
1: Well, the, well, says it. Yeah, yeah. My guy says it. He he was my he was my favorite part of the book. I loved his arc, especially. Well, I mean, we got his arc over the trilogy, but we really got we, we didn't get a complete arc. We got a complete arc of the over the trilogy, but we got um him going from from you know rock bottom to like desperately trying to find meaning to realizing there was no meaning and there was you know nothing to really believe in to then finding something and then mistakenly believing the vin was going to save him and then realizing that he was in fact the hero of ages and using i think the coolest thing the thing that i always remembered was you know Sazed uh took the power on his forearms right and, yeah, uh, and the, then he, the he used the- yeah yeah, he Before was able to use all yeah. of the knowledge to put it in, to correct all the mistakes and fix it all. And it's like, that was just a perfect culmination of everything about Saison.
0: Yeah, it was magnificent. And, you know, I really relate really, to a lot of Saison too, two, like, you know, of, and just in terms of like personal faith and like kind of ebbing and flowing and how, yeah. how that should guide my life. And and so, you know, for for in order to, like, you don't see very many characters in fantasy kind of go through those kind of struggles which i think is a pretty relatable struggle no matter you know how religious you are Mm -hmm. like i think everybody grapples with you know if they believe in god and or if they don't like what that process is like and what the ramifications Mm -hmm. for that are like i think everybody like that's a very human human experience right that a lot of people have to varying degrees of course Um, right but you don't see it represented all that often in literature um mm-hmm. especially in fantasy so i thought that was really cool and of course like not every time do they need to be kind of the savior archetype that that saves the saves the world and the planet but mm-hmm. um but before he did that it was a really compelling kind of um thought-provoking mm-hmm. character that hit me when i was you know young when i was like 19 and hit hit me strong you know when i'm 30 it was it was awesome so
1: yeah yeah. I think if a book hits you at two different ages that are pretty different uh, psyches, that's, that's a sign of a good book. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, even, even if says it hadn't been the savior, uh, so to speak at the end still would have been really compelling.
0: Right. For sure. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's several different ways that he could have had a fulfilling arc. And that was, that was of course, just a really cool, fantastical way to do it. Right. But any, any way that would have led mm-hmm. to him being you know at mm-hmm. peace with, his his decision whether that you know would it would have been equal equal just the just the fact that he allowed a character to really go on that journey um and what i thought was a believable way um but i thought it was i thought it was awesome yeah
1: okay so then at the end it's a it's a new world for everyone else as they emerge into the new basically garden of eden setting Uh, and then we we launch era 2 and I, I thought it was a great I thought it was a great way to end it I mean obviously Sanderson was always planning on doing multiple eras of Mistborn so it's not like he's cheating and milking it just to write more books in the world like there was it was a great it was a great way to uh lead in because there was no coming back from the way that the like the world was not going to be saved it was it was going to die unless something like this happened
0: yeah and I, I don't want to do spoilers for, uh, era two, but one thing that I would have, one thing that I was wondering about when era one ended was what happened to everybody else, like in the, on the planet during this whole process, you know, <laughs> like sure. did, did the whole rest of the world just go extinct, you know? And, um, so I'm excited to reread era two and to get the conclusion.
1: Yeah. I'm reading, uh, shadows of self right now. And, uh, I remember, well, Tune, yep. in to, uh, Tune in to to find out. Yeah, my thoughts there. Yeah, flash, yeah. Flash uh-huh. Read. Uh-huh. Also, yeah, maybe read the book would be a better yeah. thing to uh, promote than listen to our podcast where we talk about nothing and act like we know what we're talking about. <laughs> okay, uh, what other characters did you think were notable? I mean, Vin Allen says it, obviously kind of the big three of the whole series, uh, other than Kelsier, but, you know, Kelsier off camera since book one. Uh, what about uh, Spook? yeoman tensoon those were three side characters that stepped up for me
0: yeah tensoon awesome spook great um i think that i i think that spook needed a little bit more to do in book two to really make this arc really really work for me in book three
1: kind of came out of nowhere a little bit like hey all of a sudden spook is actually like really cool yeah it's like okay right. like i i could buy that but also like he hasn't been cool before but we also he
0: needed to do that with a character you know because I think that and I, we 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 needed a cool character in this book besides Vin and Ellen because oh yeah
1: yeah for Vin, sure
0: uh, yeah so i think that it worked i think that it could have been anybody else of the remaining survivors in the crew would have been mm-hmm. would have been fine and ten soon it was it was that was a really compelling arc for me too um the first time i read it i was a little bit bored with all the Conjure scenes this time when i read it knowing the import of them i think i enjoyed them a little bit more especially seeing the like when I went back and reread it this time, seeing the bravery that Ten Soon really did have and for like kind of knowing that he was, if he was right, it was going to mean the destruction of like his whole people. You know, like that's intense. And he kind of gambled on that without very mm-hmm. much knowledge and, and mm-hmm. just kind of went for it. So props to Ten Soon.
1: Yeah, Brandon did a good job of taking a real alien society here of shape-shifting aliens, essentially. Uh and turning them into people with like real emotion. And he does it mostly through Tensoon, but he also does it through other Chondra who have differing emotions and are less noble. But uh it's a cool way of making an alien society like really human, but also like still magical and and pretty far out there.
0: Yeah, with an interesting set of abilities, mm-hmm. culture that develops around that uh those abilities. For whatever reason I had in my mind, that was kind of like the American court system. Like the first generation was like the Supreme Court and then the, hmm. the other generations for like the Apostle They just got to keep on yeah. appealing
1: up all the way. <laughs> that,
0: that was kind of what I saw it as. And then when I was rereading it, I'm like, okay, yeah, that kind of is the case, you know, but I think that, again, it was pretty cool to see Tensoon being able to convince the elders, you know, of this, that it was the, recre- what do they call it? The recreants? uh I just know right
1: rec- recreance is uh from stormlight oh, that's, stormlight. oh my bad the, cata- the cata- catacly starts with a C right
0: yeah anyway the fulfilling yeah. yeah, of the that contract.
1: Word. cataclysm it's it's a it's a fantasy version of cataclysm right yeah. okay yeah
0: um anyway the the fact that he was able to convince them to to see that it was in fact that was was a cool arc um I don't know what do you think what do you think of was it boring was it compelling for you
1: uh, yeah, I was okay with the Condra. I don't know if I super loved them, but, but uh, um, they weren't, they weren't boring. I mean, like I said, I thought it was cool that he really humanized an alien group of creatures. Yeah. But they, I mean, they weren't the nest, you know, they weren't super exciting other than 10 soon. They didn't, they just kind of hung around most of them.
0: Yeah. It did give me like a, um, kind of there, there's like a line in there, which kind of gave me some meta angst, I guess you could say of like, just what if like after you die. Cause how they're going to chop them was just like, with no, like just without a body, without any nutrients, yeah, just like right. sitting there in perpetual, like, I don't know if it's like misery is the right word, but just like, mm-hmm. it's like a very. Yeah. Menial seems, seems pretty
1: bad. It's like a, wait, what's the word for, uh, you know, old school middle ages, uh, Christianity before uh, you know, uh, purgatory. Yeah, purgatory, right? Yeah, I don't know. Kind of, it
0: kind of sounds worse than purgatory. Worse than so. worse
1: than purgatory. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it sounds like probably it not sounds that like bad. a
0: don. It sounds like one of the circles of Dante's Inferno or something like that.
1: The bottom of Dante's Inferno.
0: Yeah, it just, it just, just nothing. So yeah, just like the fact that it just gave me like a meta angst or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. I don't like that for you, Josh. In the afterlife,
0: <laughs> thanks. If I'm just at the bottom of a pit, like having this menial existence of like. Low uh-huh. levels of suffering without being able to do anything
1: yeah that would all right yeah i'll toss some acid on you and take me and, out and, yeah take you out or or maybe throw you some bones
0: i i would prefer the bones but if mean, there aren't any bones around
1: <laughs> either either way <laughs> either way uh i liked yeoman i thought he was a he was an interesting villain i thought his like you know his faith in the lord ruler was interesting because there was also the faith that says was dealing with but uh yeoman had this somewhat unshakable faith in lord ruler to the point where after vin you know told him everything she knew he was like oh okay that's interesting uh why would the lord ruler put us in this situation and pretend to be dead and like <laughs> that, that 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 was interesting he, he was a good villain yeah yeah and and a new a new character on the scene not a lot of time to be introduced i like that he was open-minded and not just like a crazy religious zealot religious zealots are such a trope and fantasy it's interesting it's i I like that brandon includes religious people that are reasonable but you know not always right they're not just like the the savior prophet all the time they are human they follow religion but you know they may or may not be right they may be following something incorrect like the lord really obviously not god
0: they kind of talked about that too with the with the adherence to the sur- church of the survivor, you know, like believing that they were, that they were being punished for a lack of faith if the mists mm-hmm. got them when that couldn't have been kind of further from the truth. Like that was actually a preservation, like bestowing a gift upon them, mm-hmm. you know? So I thought that was interesting.
1: And, and pretty tragic that uh, so many people died, but they, uh, you know, would have actually, do they die right away from being snapped? that that's what happens right like they're being snapped they have access to the powers but they their body can't handle it so they die it's too so. violent something like yeah. that yeah yeah okay well tragic the preservation is trying to help them but actually kills them yeah not very preservation of him
0: <laughs> very i think they describe it as like a blunt tool or something like that which is acne, yeah i think
1: yeah. well i don't think he obviously didn't mean for it to happen in that way there were some details there probably missed some details i'm sure it. yeah i'm sure it makes sense to our Misborn scholars out there. Okay, we are, we are, we are lower on time. Not not as much time uh, today. We had some technology issues at the beginning of our recording, <laughs> uh, but let's do worst of the best. I I have uh, two possible worst of the best because okay. I suspected that since you loved it so much, you may not even have one.
0: I was just going to say you do you do your two, and I'll try and think of one. But I loved it so much. But anyway, go ahead. The worst of the best.
1: With so many exemplary moments in this book, it's almost unfair to nitpick.
0: But that's the segment.
1: It's the pimple on the princess, the stain on the satin, and the terror before the triumph.
0: The unfortunate portion of an otherwise stellar performance.
1: Someone has to point it out. Okay, uh, I have two. One of them's like a legitimate thing. One of them's kind of a ridiculous thing. And I already talked about the ridiculous thing on Discord, so that's not going to surprise anyone who follows on Discord. So the uh, legitimate thing we could start there and then close on the funny thing was uh, the way that the chapter headings were used. In this book, I thought was maybe like a little too much of a blunt, instru- of a blunt instrument, like preservation's miss, because it revealed like so much right from the beginning. And as I was rereading, I was thinking, okay, I'm not going to understand how this all works. So right at the end, because I remembered my first read, right at the end, I just remember, you know, it moving the planet around and thinking that was so amazing. I didn't re- remember feeling that like same sense of awe. Um, at the beginning of the book, yet, on my reread, right at the beginning of the book, they talk about the Lord ruler moving the planet around, and we get all these details into hemiallergy and And so maybe that was just a little bit jarring for me because that's not how I remembered uncovering it the first time. On the other hand, maybe the fact that I don't remember it means that it was done really well the first time because I wasn't able to put everything together and it wasn't super impactful until the end. However, I do think that maybe the chapter headings were a little info dumpy and it might've been nicer to like actually uncover the secrets of hemorrhagy through action and character speculation and things, but it's mostly kind of just like told to us.
0: I kind of I kind of dis, disagree with you on this one, Steven. All right, all I, I, right, sure. I, I get that you're, I, I don't think you're like absolutely wrong, but I, I will I will say so the first time I read them, um I wasn't really into audiobooks when I uh I was actually, but I didn't have them on audio. Okay. But I this time I listened to them and like the uh narrator, um like Michael you know, Kramer. Michael Kramer, like uh-huh. did says sa- sa- his voice on the chapter heading.
1: Oh, yeah, right. Right, right, right. Yeah. So like
0: if you were a listening d- to it
1: a downside of uh audiobooks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. Actually, so I have a friend who is literally reading Hero of Ages right now, and he doesn't know how it ends, obviously, but he was saying, uh, oh, I asked him, do you think the chapter headings are interesting? What do you think of the chapter headings? And he said, yeah, I think it it says it, right? Like he's, he's the one who's talking and I didn't say anything. I just said, well, why don't you read and find out? But maybe that's why he thought that he was probably cued just from listening to Michael Kramer. Yeah, yep, yep. So, but Michael Kramer's hands are tied. What is he supposed to do? Make a preservation voice? <laughs> make a preservation or, or not a preservation a harmony uh, voice? Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. But Harmony's uh yeah. Well, I yeah. don't think
0: that did oh, sorry for potential spoilers. Did Harmony get that did he get that name at the end Uh storyline?
1: it's like not it's it, he wasn't it's named. not a secret. I don't I don't think that's potentially. Okay. It's well, it's in mind. the it, like it's on it's in the online chapter summaries. that says Harmony. It's not. I don't think it's.
0: Okay. Yeah, so come up with a harmony voice. I don't know, like, yeah, but yeah, I mm. um, he probably consulted Sanderson on that, but um, so I think that th- there is some substance to it in terms of that regard. However, um, I think that rereading it, it gave me some really good insight into the magic systems and helped me uh, understand everything that was going on. And reading it the first time, I didn't pick up that was it writing it, and I mm. um, and it didn't spoil. It. I don't. Feel so it's a good
1: it it's a good structure for a reread.
0: Yeah. I think so. And, mm. and for an initial read, cause it didn't spoil things An initial read. It, it so first time interest.
1: around it, first time around, it peaks the interest. Second time around it satisfies the interest. Yes. It, yes. Okay. I can see that. Uh, yeah. I can see that comeback. Still a little infodumpy though. Don't you think?
0: Still. Um, yeah. 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 But yeah. I, I just watched a, I watched a um, video by uh What's his name? Um, the New Zealand guy.
1: Um, Kiwi guy. New Zealand guy. Yeah. Uh, Man, anyway, there are a lot of
0: he's big. Uh, does a lot of avatar stuff. Anyway, his name will come to me. But um, he he wrote he had a video I say about how sometimes you should tell not show, and I think that this is a good example of not everything okay. needs to be shown not told. Like something. Okay. 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 Amazing. So anyway, uh, hello future me. Okay, so go watch hello future's me future me's video about that.
1: He is a big enough person where I know the name, but I have prob I probably seen a video. He has, like, I'm not,
0: he has like close to a million subs. He's pretty big. Yeah.
1: Not big on YouTube, even though I am a YouTuber of very he, small right now. <laughs> you,
0: you, you'd like his stuff. You'd like his stuff, I think. Sure, he, sure, sure. Some...
1: Yeah. Okay, Uh, second one, the ridiculous one. Um, There should have been a volcano fight. And uh, the reason why I say this is because the ash mounds are such a big thing. But we we only see them... I didn't think we saw them at all, but, but uh, one of our friends on Discord said, actually, we do see them. We see them the one time where Marsh is like, walking around that mm-hmm. town and, a, and an ash mound blows up uh, nearby uh but we don't see it enough to where uh, it satisfied me i i think if the ash mounds were such a big threat i would like to see a volcano fight i would like to see a misborn fight either inside a volcano or like above the volcano as it's erupting because star wars using, status yeah they're using their powers to avoid being incinerated but they're still fighting and it's really cool really cinematic would have loved to see that missed opportunity
0: I wonder how many minerals are in lava. Like how many metallic? Yeah,
1: yeah, are in they're lava. like they're running out of minerals, and and a and a volcanic rock goes into their mouth, and they're able to burn it. Okay, that, I was yeah, more that's,
0: thinking like pushing lava at each other.
1: Oh right, yeah, that's probably the better thing. My thing is stupid. Okay, I'm not going to write the I'm not going to write the volcano fight because my my fight is obviously ridiculous. But I would have liked to see the volcano fight. That would have
0: man. Okay, Sanderson. On the off chat, somebody tweeted Sanderson saying, "Please write a short story: Volcanic Misborn fight. That would be awesome." Mm-hmm. And he did base this a lot on Star Wars, right? About like the Force. And so, if we could have like that, would be very reminiscent of Episode Three. Just
1: saying. Yeah. Um, Volcano fight. Who's got so, the high ground? So, okay, one more. Uh, All right, one, one more. You one got, thing for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three minutes. minutes. We have, needed a yeah.
0: we need we needed a Condor impersonation. There weren't really good Condor impersonations this book. Um, there is like a really good one, but book, book two, um, book one, oh, there's sure. always the chance of being a uh, conjure impersonation. To have. There's really only one great conjure impersonation throughout the well, whole. Well,
1: there was Lord Renew and there was the misdirection of book two.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like book two was really like had the great conjure impersonation stuff. We uh-huh. needed another good conjure impersonation, I think. It, okay. like Especially with like them being at the conjure. I don't know. And they they yeah. did say so you've
1: that, got like, the you've got the potential for shapeshifting. Shapeshifting is a tricky thing, but we didn't see the trickiness.
0: Yep. So that that would be a mm. an improvement that I would have that would have been okay. something I would have liked to see okay. a shapeshifting okay. chondra pat- battle inside of a volcano with one of them using hemolurgy, one of them using verukami, and one of them using almandsy. <sighs>
1: yeah. Head explosion. That solved everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the perfect misborn book. Yeah that no one would read because it's ridiculous
0: (laughs) and and, and direct and and the movie would be directed by uh, michael bay michael michael bay Bay.
1: yeah yes it's got to be michael bay (laughs) yeah all right that was hey that was some good content so we got to end there this is the this is the george costanza theory of, uh, of of content right once you have something good you just walk out so uh yeah hero of ages thanks josh see you guys later